Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. What is your vocation? Are you single? Are you married? Are you in religious life? Well, the reading today, 1 Corinthians 7, verse 25 through 31, is an interesting one. Let's take a look at it, shall we? I'm going to kind of explain as I go through here. Brothers and sisters, in regard to virgins, I have no commandment from the Lord, but I give my opinion as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. So hey, we can trust Paul. So this is what I think best because of the present distress. That it is a good thing for a person to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek a separation. Are you free of a wife? Then do not look for a wife. If you marry, however, you do not sin. Nor does an unmarried woman sin if she marries. But such people will experience affliction in their earthly life. And I would like to spare you that. So, second part is, I tell you, brothers... The time is running out. From now on, let those having wives act as not having them, those weeping as not weeping, those rejoicing as not rejoicing, those buying as not owning, those using the world as not using it fully. For the world in its present form is passing away. So what he's saying is, Where you are at this moment is good. Whether you're single, you're married, you're in religious life. And the point of hit the last part, which act as not having a wife or a husband, weeping and not weeping, rejoicing and not rejoicing. What he's really saying is when you're married, for example, you have other responsibilities. A wife and a husband need to take care of each other. They may have children, they have a household, they have to provide. And what he's saying is, sometimes you forget God, right? Sometimes you're sad in life, or you're partying too hard, and you're seeking all the pleasures of the world. And you're buying, meaning you're, you're really out just spending and maybe attached to materialism, but you're not really owning your true purpose on this planet, which is to love the Lord and do his work. 
So we're using the world and not using it fully. That is what the real point of this reading is about. If you're single, he's saying, stay single. Don't go seek out a husband or a wife because you, my child, have the time to focus on God and focus on what God wants you to do on this earth, this short time on this earth. If you're religious, I know so many priests who are so busy. They work so hard. Are they still keeping a prayer life? Are they still connecting with God? Yes, they are doing God's work, but is it through prayer? Is it with the Lord every day? I think that's what we're all challenged to do because the more we keep God in the center of our lives, the more we talk to him and thank him and call on him throughout the day, really, we start living in the spirit. The spirit starts living in us. We are better wives and husbands. We are better single people. We are better people to this world. We are better religious. We serve our flock. I'm not religious. I don't know why I said we, but they serve the people, whether they're cloistered nuns praying for the world. The the more you bring the Lord into your heart, into your life, and ask him to help you do his will, which his will is to you know, basically guide your life virtuously. Don't fall off the path into sinful behavior and love thy neighbor as thyself. So have that servant leadership mindset, serving those around you, making their lives better, easier, loving them more, forgiving them immediately. I'll share with you, I've had a couple of difficult discussions in my marriage over the past couple of days. And yet, because I believe God is in our family, my husband is not where I am at from a spiritual perspective whatsoever. But he and I have such a respect and a love for each other that even though we don't see eye to eye and we're trying to close that gap, It's just a matter of communication. It's a matter of sitting down and saying, look, I just want to show you what I've come to learn so that you can have a better idea of where I'm coming from and vice versa. So I know where he's coming from because I've been there, (laughs) you know, I've been in the world. I've been so busy with my job that I don't pray, I haven't prayed, I don't think about God, that type of stuff. So I know where he is at. But what I keep doing is bringing God into it. It might even help, even though whoever you're, maybe you're married, or maybe you're having issues with someone in your family, and you want to reconcile that relationship, then pray first. Say, look, I just want to call on the Holy Spirit to come and have God lead this conversation because then it will become a conversation and not an argument. And so there are challenges. I mean, Paul says that people will experience affliction in their earthly life and he wants to spare us that. The, The whole message of this reading is God needs to come first 
our relationship with him needs to be bountiful so that the fruits can just ooze through us and we can do the Lord's work on this earth with those around us, our spouses, our children, our family, our friends, our co-workers. That's what it's all about. So if we're partying it up and we're working too hard and we're angry, we're weeping, we're sad, that is living the worldly life and not focusing on God and thanking God and humbling ourselves and saying, Lord, all of this is because of you. All of this is your doing, even my mere existence. So let's thank God for this day. Let's pray, take some time, and just love him. Love him, love him, love him, and ask him into our lives. Lord, please fill me with your spirit all the way up to the brim. I don't want a drop of sin or bad thoughts, anger, frustration, lust, temptation. I want just you, Lord so that I can love the people around me and I can do my vocation that you've called me to right now and be happy with it, that I can love everyone in my life and ooze Jesus out into the world. Light kills darkness. And if you've got issues in your family, and you have reconciliation problems, maybe lack of forgiveness, resentment, maybe someone has hurt you really bad. You've got to forgive. It's a commandment. It is very important to your soul. You're blocking graces because Satan doesn't want you to forgive. Satan wants you to be divided. Yes, when you're married, even when you're single, you've got relationships with people. When you're religious, I mean, I can't imagine all of the people pulling at the vestment of the priest. And so many people are so judgmental of priests. They go through a lot. So why don't we pray for those in our lives? Ask the Lord to enlighten them and touch their souls, but also to fill us with his spirit, his love, his peace, his joy, and go be the light to the world. God first, serving others second. Actually, joy, Jesus first, others second, you last. Let's go be joy today. <laughs> all right, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.